You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: the roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. What's up, everybody? I'm Aslan. Who cares? Michael Langston's here, everybody. It's time for the Warchant.com recruiting call show with Michael Langston. Uh, thank you so much for being here. We're going to take all your questions on YouTube. Huge, huge recruiting weekend. Michael Langston and Austin Cox will have you covered the entire way. They've, they've been grinding this week. They haven't stopped grinding since the freaking calendar flipped back on. Uh, subscribe to our Warchant.com website, award-winning coverage. The PRB's got you covered every single waking minute of every single day. Um, and subscribe to the War Chant YouTube channel as well. What else, Michael, can they do to show some love? Uh, you can hit that like button for us, guys. Uh, it helps us keep promoting uh, these great events. Uh, spring uh, spring games coming up Saturday. So you definitely want to hit that so you get everything that you want. Uh, you know, War Chant has everything you want, team, recruiting, whatever you need. We got it, but uh, help us out by just hitting that like button. Michael, I'm going to do some things behind the scenes here to get us rocking and rolling for the show. Um, namely, I didn't get the phone lines up, but I got to do probably 10 <laughs> other things. Uh, but what is actually going on this weekend? How crucial is it? And what's uh, really been going on uh, this entire week as Florida State does resume with spring football practice? And when practice is open, it means the recruits are on campus. Yeah, I, I think it's I, I think it's significant, uh, but I don't think it's like it used to it, it'd be in the past where I don't think we've had this many guys visit that are lead, leading up to the spring game. So a lot of these guys, you know, you already got guys that have already visited FSU multiple times in the spring. So there'll be some, you'll be some top guys, but, you know, it's not going to be every single league. It's not going to be detrimental if, oh, this guy didn't show up. As long as they visited this spring, I got, that's kind of what I'm looking at. But there'll be some really top prospects. There's going to be some five stars there. So you're certainly going to get, uh, a lot of it. And two, uh, this is a chance for recruits to kind of see kind of what these guys look like. Now they have the depth to kind of run the stuff to run a regular spring spring. I think the last few years, you probably have short on numbers. I think this year, I think they'll be able to run those guys. And, and I think people will get able to see a, a real close to uh, as close to a game as you can get where you're putting in multiple guys. You're seeing some young guys. People see uh, the Zare Thomases, the Sam McCalls that you know, we've heard a lot about, Renardo Green, all these guys, you kind of see where they're at in going into that fall practice. So I think it's significant where it's the first glance for these these recruits that haven't seen FSU in a spring practice or stuff. So I think it's I think it's certainly a significant deal and certainly a chance to really, you know, make a strong impression with a with a lot of these uh, elite guys that that they're heavy on, both in 2023 and 24, so it's definitely a significant uh, day for FSU in recruiting. 
All right, Michael, um, let's get to some of these questions. I will then fire up the phone lines and we'll take your phone calls here on the WarChant.com recruiting call-in show. As on it is a call-in show, have the phone calls uh, ready. And uh, we'll go to Timmy, who's on commitment watch heading into the spring game, Michael. Timmy, we'll have a a feature on that. I'm not going to give away too many guys. We'll have a feature covering. Uh, I'll have a little preview. That'll be one of the main headlines that I'm watching. I'll mention some guys. I don't want to just give it all away when we have something. But there'll there'll be some guys. There'll be some on there. As I told Tom Lang on the Smash Sunday, I think it's going to – he asked me if it was going to be over one, and I think it'll be over one. So um, I will put the guys that I'm kind of watching on this weekend. So that will come up probably even tomorrow or, or soon in the next day or so of of you'll see who I view, you know, guys have been commit much, but I don't want to put too much away for take away from our subscribers there. So, but there are going to be a few on there. Post room and can manage your callers from the call in studio web interface. Man, if you could have gone like 12 seconds longer, Michael would have been absolutely <laughs> perfect, but Hey, no one, no one's perfect in this role. That's fine. We got it up and running. We're good to go. Let's go to the phone lines. Who else? Who else? Everybody. Not even going to introduce him. It's the dude. What's up, dude? Good evening, gentlemen. How are you guys doing tonight? Spring game week. Fantastic, man. Uh, we're doing great, Kirk. Uh, looking forward to seeing everyone at the spring game, and I'm looking forward to seeing everyone Friday night. Where's that thing at, Aslan? Tell them where it's at, uh, our meet and greet on, on Friday. Friday Corner Pocket, 5 to 6 o'clock live. Happy hour with Jeff Cameron and Corey Clark. Afterwards, a little bit of a meet and greet. And then on Saturday, game day, Hotel Indigo. We'll be on site for like five hours. Noon, Saturday, Hotel Indigo, right there in College Town. Meet and greet starts at noon. So uh, come hang out, everybody. There we go. What's going on, Kurt? What's on your mind? All right. I want to know who who is the top offensive and defensive recruit. Am I flying solo here? Man, I don't know. I'm all over the place. Uh, Gator Kirk, ask your question again. I'm just accidentally hit the back button on my browser, which you think wouldn't screw the entire thing up, but it surely did. Go ahead, Gator Kirk, please. I'm, I apologize. All right. Um, who is the top offensive and defensive recruit that has not committed to us so far? Whew. That's a that's a really loaded question uh, and, and a tough one. Uh, Give me a second, Kirk. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna look at something. So I'm just, just keep you on the phone. So uh, that's a tough one because there's so many guys that are on, on certainly on my radar. Um, we're not talking about 2024 because it would be Desmond Ricks, right? If we were, yes, yeah, it would, it would definitely be Desmond Ricks right now. But um, I would say, obviously, on offense for me. I would either go with Jalen Brown or Brandon Ennis. I think both of those guys are elite that haven't, you know, committed somewhere. I think those are big deals. Um, certainly uh, a, a very, very big to me, um, you know, as far as on the offensive side of the ball. I'll give a few more. I think offensive tackle for me, Roderick Kearney is massive for FSU. He hasn't committed. Made a He's going to be there this weekend. I think that's a top 100 type player. So I think that guy is a major, major deal um, for FSU. I, I think that's a big, major target. And uh, and then on the defensive side, um, 
you know, we always focus on just defensive ends. And, and for me, I'm going to stick with the defensive ends. I think uh, like a guy like Victor Burley, a uh, guy like that is a big deal. I mean, that's a top 100 type of player for me. Uh, uh, Wilkie Denod, who not to give away too many guys, but he will be one of the guys that I, I will have on commit watch. He's a four star that I'm really high on that I think is a tremendous project, a prospect. So, those are kind of a few off the top of my head, uh, Kirk. All right. I appreciate it. Uh, if you all can watch the softball tonight, baseball just got started. Um, so far we're behind the eight ball on both of them, but that's okay. Long games to go. Everyone support all the supporters of war chant. Hit that thumbs up. Have a great night. Gator Kirk, everybody. Thank you very much, man. Uh, the dude seven, five, seven. That was his 99th call, I think, everybody. 99th. Whoa. I don't know what we're going to do next time. I got to get in touch with Gene. I need to take like some sort of pay cut, divert funds. That's some sort of uh, prize uh, thank you gift to uh, our guy, Gator Kirk. So, uh, well, again, we'll be taking your phone calls. Numbers at the bottom of the screen. Meanwhile, let's go ahead and hop in here uh, into YouTube, take some of the questions. Um, guys freaking out because I hit the back button. I'm sorry, buddy. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Montre asks no questions, simply says a name. Ruben Bain. Yeah, he's visited FSU, visited back-to-back weekends. I think FSU is a major player. I think I think uh, top two schools are Miami, Florida State. Before this whole process started, I was thinking like Miami, but now I think FSU has a very real shot to pull in him. Did an incredible job on the two visits he, he made to FSU. We know FSU's history with Miami Central. I think that's a big deal, and two, I think uh, – what central players do when they're at Florida State is a big deal to Ruben. If you look through their history, they're all just about all of them do well, and I think I think he knows that he's he's connected to that. He really uh, that that's really grabbed his attention. And two, just when he's there, it's just a different feel for when he's at other places, even place like Miami that's close to home. I think he just feels a connection with FSU. So I think they're certainly a major player and. And uh, I think um, certainly a guy that before, like I said, I didn't think there was, uh, I thought it's probably just going to be Miami for sure. But, you know, after those two visits, I think it's, I think it's pretty serious with him and FSU. So I definitely think they're going to be a top choice for uh, Bain. Will he be at the spring game, Michael? Do we know yet? He's not on my list yet, but I haven't confirmed yet. Uh, he was, he's usually a late confirmer when he visits. So if he he does confirm, he'll be there. Uh, I'll put him on there, but as of right now, he's not. But I would keep in mind it's only Wednesday, and some of some of the biggest jolts we get as far as adding guys to the list are usually late into the week, and so why I I try to wait as long as I can to do these previews because you know guys get there late, but. Um, he's visited like two or three times already this spring. Yeah, it would be great to have him there, but I don't think it's like, you know, I, I think people are putting too much pressure on a kid attending a spring game or not. My thing, my biggest thing is, yeah, you want him there. I mean, certainly it's a big attractive thing that you can sell, but main thing is them visiting FSU, seeing what they're doing in practice or a scrimmage. And I think that for me, that's the biggest thing. If you haven't visited FSU in the spring, that's when I get concerned where you haven't even seen them in the spring. So, um, but we'll see if uh, Ruben shows up, but um, yeah, I'll keep my eyes peeled. But um, I think people need to pump the brakes a little bit. If a kid doesn't show up for a spring game, I think the main thing is, has he visited FSU 
this spring is really, you know, the big deal for me. I just want to kind of curb that because I know a lot of people put everything in these spring games, but we're seeing like a crazy amount of elite guys that um, are visiting FSU already. And it, and we're talking, I haven't seen something like this as far as the amount of kids that are getting their practice consistently for scrimmages every week. I'm up at FSU like every day like every day. So that tells you a lot about how many guys they're getting on campus consistently. So I will keep that in mind when you see whoever shows up at the spring game, it'll be a strong group. It'll be very impressive group. It'll be a a great group of elite talent, but just keep that in mind guys. But yeah, I'll keep my, I'll keep my eyes peeled for, uh, uh, and, and hope to confirm if, if Bain's coming or not. Y'all start typing some questions or else we're just going to keep taking everything from Timmy over here. Hit the thumbs up (laughs) while you're at it, everybody. Um, Will Norman. Will Norman looks, I'm going to call him Big Ten Will. Uh, He just looks (laughs) like a guy that's going to go play at a Big Ten school, it feels like. Um, Yeah. What's up with him? Yeah, Will uh, had a really good three-day visit to FSU this spring. I think he's visiting uh, Texas A&M this weekend. He's going a little bit all over the place. He's seeing different places. I think he's been to Auburn. Um, he's been to Penn state. I, I know he's been to, uh, I think Tennessee. So he's been to several places, but he, he's always repping the FSU gear. Uh, so that's definitely not a bad, bad thing, but I think he's going to return in the summer. I think you'll see him a lot. I think he'll take an official to FSU. Um, I would say Penn state for me is the biggest competition so far. Obviously that could change with him visiting Texas A&M. We know how Jimbo does in recruiting, um, but I think Penn State for me is the biggest competition for Will Norman. And I think FSU's done a really good job really setting the foundation. He really uh, has a close bond with both Odell and uh, Kiwan Ratliff, who's support staff on, on FSU. So I think uh, certainly they, they set the bar pretty well. I mean, this kid canceled an LSU visit just to stay at FSU longer. So that tells you kind of where – you know, they're training in a, in a positive way where they're being a major uh, player in the sweepstakes for, for Will. So they're certainly very much in the picture. Six, five, two ninety. That's, that's what I want. That's what I want. I mean, I know coaches are paid to develop players, but man, it helps when they show up and they're already like that. Yep. Um, I wasn't lying. Everybody. If you don't ask questions, we're just going to keep going to Timmy, uh, Timmy, keeping it rolling for us. Brandon <laughs> Innes. Well, what do we know about Brendan Ennis and his status? Perhaps. I don't have him on the list yet, Timmy. If you go to the PRB, it'll have the whole list of what I have, and that's not a final list. It's on the PRB. It's right there for everyone to see. It goes to every guy, so you don't have to list every guy, Timmy, that you asked me about. But uh, that's every guy I have confirmed so far. Uh, Gabriel Harris, defensive end from Valdosta, although he used to play at Thomasville, transferred to Valdosta. He visited FSU yesterday. He's going to – he told me – He's probably going to be there for the spring game. I think that will be a, a solid development, a positive way for FSU. I think Georgia and Texas A&M has been the teams I've heard the most about, but him going to the spring game, I think that will be a big deal. So that's something. But if you look through the whole list, it's got all the guys that I expect right now or have confirmed, either confirmed with me or my FSU contacts have told me they're expecting these guys. So um, subject to change, both adding and subtracting, but – um, that's kind of what I have. If you go to the PRB, everything's right there for you to follow all the list of, of what I have at this point. I popped it up, but I'm not going to scroll through everything. Little, yeah. Little, little taste, little taste. Everybody just wet the beak. Got to be a member to get that stuff. But subscribe already. What are you waiting for, man? I mean, here you are investing all this time 
into asking questions and getting information from Michael, you can just go to the board and get it in 10 seconds. Time's money, y'all. Time is money. That's the hard <laughs> push. I'm done with it. Here we go. We got somebody else. We got Kyle in the house. Uh, I think moving to Charlotte not too long from now, currently in Colorado. Uh, what is the latest with Sam Singleton from Fleming Island? Yes, yeah, Sam uh, is a four-star running back. He, um, as as uh, Get Down mentioned, he's he's from the near Jacksonville area. He visited, uh, had a track meet the day before. Then he, him and his parents went over to FSU for a very detailed visit. I think he grew up liking FSU, so that's a positive Really likes Coach Yak. That's David Johnson, for those that don't know the kind of acronym of nicknames. But um, he really, I think he really liked it. He didn't really list the timeline. Uh, we had an article on Sam. If you, get, you, you go to War Chant, you'll, you'll see it on there. It kind of details his whole trip. Was really uh, extremely positive. Said he's definitely going to take an official visit to FSU. So I think Sam's probably one of their top guys on the board. Very talented running back that I'm high on a uh, you watch his film a lot, you can kind of see why I'm high on him. He just kind of fits everything that, that you look for, what FSU's looking for in a back and a big back. So uh, I like his I like his skill a lot and really fast, as you can tell in, in that. Runs track as well, what, what, like I mentioned earlier. And just a guy that can help you in pass. He can obviously pass block when you need him to pick up blitzes and uh, certainly is is very dynamic in the, in the open field and, and certainly his top end speed is – it really stands out. Uh, so uh, oh as a guy that oh I think they did a really good job with uh, when he visited earlier, I want to see kind of what he says after the follow-up visit, but certainly one of their top targets on the board. He was not in my original hot board, which by the way, guys, I'm going to do a brand new hot board. I'm going to start on that um, right after the spring game. As I promised to people, I'd have a hot board after that. Um, so I'm definitely going to knock that out both offense and defense. I'm going to cover all the main targets, but I think Sam will be very high on that list as far as uh, running back. So that's kind of the latest of what I have on him. Sam, you're really fast, man. I appreciate you slowing the video down so we can get a better look at you, but you don't need to do it, man. <laughs> just let it roll, man. Show us how good you are. It's uh, it's incredible. I hate. All, I feel like we just keep comparing everybody. My, my goodness, he really does slow down everything. I mean, this isn't my computer being weird. It's just uh, at a dramatic effect. Well, um, it's, say, dramat think, it's dramatic. Yeah, it's, it's good. All right. I was going to say I felt like – well, it was the first clip he felt. I felt like he was running like Devontae. But I feel like we say everybody runs like Devontae these days. Um, but nonetheless, uh, we persevere. We keep going. Um, Eric, you know the drill. Um, portal's a weird thing. But nonetheless, are there any offensive linemen in the transfer portal right now, Michael, you think the Florida State's pursuing? Yeah, I think I think there's guys. There's no, nobody I've heard seriously yet, Eric. Uh, obviously, I've been pretty locked in on the spring and – uh, I don't get as much time to kind of dive into, but I do know there's, I've heard there's like three or four offensive linemen that they're, they're intrigued about. Uh, I haven't heard anybody that's like, they're definitely like all in hundred uh, percent offered and all that stuff. But I definitely, I definitely know, I think they would like to add one more offensive tackle that would really solidify their kind of unit. I think if they got one more offensive tackle, I think they're pretty pretty good on the offensive line about what they have. So I think that's kind of the plan is like they would like to add an, an offensive tackle from the, the portal. But um, I will do more digging now that once the spring game wraps up, I can do a lot more digging. Even when I'm in Hawaii, I'll do a little digging, guys. Uh, but um, I'll find out. But uh, I do know it's something they're actively looking at. But I don't have like Pacific straight up names as far as I don't want to give you names 
and then you guys are, oh, and you're going to be following it. I want to make sure if I give you a name, they're serious about it. So I will have that in probably right after Spring Game, Eric, and I'll have a few more names. But as of right now, nothing really serious yet. Deerfield North, 730. Santana still on the radar. Yeah, I just, Santana. I just, Googled, I just Googled Santana rivals. Let me, let me see if I got it right. Bam. You did. Yep, Santana Fleming. It's very high on FSU. If you go to a tweet, I know I not everyone does Twitter and social media, but uh, I think when the previous kid committed, Darren Lawrence, um, he and Santana said, am I next? You know, uh, with a question mark. So he's very high on FSU, and I think FSU is pretty high on him. Now they're going to be probably a little more selective now that they have, you know, two in the class. They want to take four to five. Uh, in this class, because certainly receivers are an important uh, position. They would have wanted to nail because they didn't sign any high school kids last year. So they certainly want to load up what, what they can there about position. But yeah, I, he's definitely still on the radar. He's definitely a guy that they like a lot. And um, he's certainly a guy that will visit FSU a lot. Um, so, you know, we'll see how it goes. But I, I th- still think FSU is the favorite for Santana. You have a number at all, Michael? You think of what they're looking for at wide receiver? Four or five, like I mentioned, uh, four or five. I think that's kind of their, and they're going to be a lot more selective um, with who they got, who they get. Obviously, Brendravius Jacobs is kind of similar to Santana, but you know they don't have a lot of you know electrifying slot guys. So uh, I think he certainly would fit that mold, and I think he's a the guy they they like a lot and. Um, I think he too wants to see kind of what this team, you know, looks like on the field. But um, besides that, I think uh, I think they're very high on him. He's definitely still on the radar, so it's definitely a guy they like. Is Brandon Ennis, you think, at the top of the board? Yeah, yeah, Brandon. I think's the top guy they want. I think right behind him is probably maybe Shelton Sampson, um, and then Jalen Brown. You know, guys like that Bryson Rogers, who's visiting this weekend for the spring game. He's a big target that they want. So those are kind of the guys that are next in line. And um, and if a guy that they know they're 100% sold on, you know, wants to jump on board, you know, we could see something. By the way, on Bryson Rogers, it's like his fourth uh, visit this spring or third or fourth. So kind of tells you kind of where, where it's at with uh, Bryson Rogers, four-star receiver that they are very high on. I think the two, the, the other big thing with the receiver position is they want to get kind of a different feature and a different skill, I think, for every guy. Now, there's some guys you you can't avoid that, but I think for most part, you know, if you look at Darren Lawrence, he's different than Vendravius. You know, uh, there's certain skills that Vendravius does different than Santana Fleming and, and a lot of these other guys. Shelton Sampson's massive, like 6'4", 195, but he's fast, so... I think FSU is kind of looking for looking for size, but also just different skill set from the receivers. So that's something to kind of watch uh, for FSU throughout the recruiting year of, of who they take and and who they add into this class. Right on. Um, by the way, people were wondering about the guy from Alabama, Ujai, Ujai, Uji Hall. Yeah. Uh, Saban simply saying he's suspended uh, earlier today. I don't know what his plans are for the future. This is according to AL.com. So maybe he isn't done after all, but uh, I don't know if that was really a target or a, a realistic one for Florida State. That probably not. Probably not. Um, he's had a few issues, um, you know, off the field that 
that are questionable. I mean, even high school, um, he got suspended from kicking out of games sometimes. And there's been other issues, but probably not a guy I see them pursuing, although he has visited FSU more than any school. Um, and, and certainly FSU is trending towards a better direction. I'm not going to say no, because I don't know. I mean, that's a guy we'll have to wait and see. And he hits the portal. If he hits the portal, then, you know, I'll do research and I'll do my checking and all that stuff. But I, on first glance, I would probably say that's not a guy they go after. All right. Well, I mean, if, if Nick ain't kicking him off, you know, that quickly, I feel like Nick probably thinks there's something there. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, but nonetheless, Hey, let's get to know you a little bit better here, Michael. We got a question from uh, Kayvon, okay. and he asks, "How did you get so big into recruiting, Mike? What's your what's your backstory, bro? What's the origin wow. story of Michael Langston recruiting?" Wow. Well, so um, ever since I was like six years old, seven years old, I've been going to high school football games. So I just always intrigued me uh, that I, so I would go. And I would go to local and I would travel everywhere. I would go when I got old enough where I could drive and go places or people take me places. Yeah, you know, I would go. Um, and so I just was really infatuated by it. And I would go to different games. And in in a lot of times I'll go to Valdosta and I'll go to Lowndes and I'll go to just places that are, you know, close Lee County, uh, close enough where I, I can see games and just, you know, just really say so I really got infatuated by it and then and then um, probably about 20 years ago, um, um, rivals would contact me and say, hey, we got this Florida varsity site. You know, do you want to run it? Or would you like to be a writer for it? It's like, sure. So I ran it for a year. They gave me the publishing gig. I ran it. Um, our subscription's the highest it's ever been when I was there. Just I would travel all around the state and I'd do that. And then. Lo and behold, uh, opening at War Chant happened, and Gene called me. He's like, uh, you know what to say? And I didn't even have to make the decision. My wife said, you're taking the job. You know, so uh, it was. that's kind of how my things uh, twofold happened. Uh, but I've always been into recruiting. I've always been around high school football, and um, relationships are my favorite thing. Uh, so I built a lot of relationships with a lot of people, both – recruits and you know coaches and people around the recruits and that's kind of how i got into it cave i hope i say your name right cave close enough it's fine i'll take i'll follow okay. the sort of wrong on it oh uh, let's go to our guy mark sherman shout out again the party started a little bit of this thank you mark Appreciate thank you mark stan Quan clark what's up with him yeah, San Juan Quart visited FSU in the spring. Uh, it was kind of one of those uh, bus tour things or came with somebody else. Um, also has connections to FSU. If people remember, Derek Gibson used to be the for, uh, former head coach there at uh, um, at, get, uh, at Miami Killian. Um, he's now at FAU with Willie Taggart, uh, you know, working there. But um, I think they're in the picture. But my thing is with San Juan, I think I want to see what the follow-up visit. He says he's coming early in the summer. I like him a lot. Definitely fits that outside linebacker mold. Uh, they use a lot, as you see there on the blitzes, and then and then also uh, just drop. They drop him in coverage, but uh, he's a guy they like a lot. Uh, visited, uh, spent a lot of time with Norvell on that visit. Uh, probably the most time, you know, talking to head coach, and certainly a guy that they're very intrigued by, and they they're very uh, very much covet. Um, so I think for me, it's going to be, uh, Mark, I want to see kind of what the follow-up visit is when he goes by himself or when he brings his family in the summer. Then I'll kind of have a more better gauge of kind of the pecking order of 
who's the biggest threat to them and kind of where FSU stands. But for now, I think uh, I think right now I just put them, they're in the picture. I know you focus on Florida State, Michael. Obviously, it's your job. It's our job. Mm-hmm. Is Miami doing all right? Like, how's is, are people buying into the Mario hype down there? Yeah, I think they're doing really well uh, recruiting wise. We we know that's what Mario does well. That's Mario's biggest strength is recruiting. So they're doing pretty well. Not as probably dominant as you as the Miami fans would tell you or to believe. Um, but I think they're doing well. I think they're they're doing a good job with relationships, getting on these kids early, getting kids on campus, uh, just like FSU, doing a really good job with that. Uh, but at the end of the day, it comes down to coaching, and and that's really where really it's going to determine where Miami goes as far as their recruiting. But right now, I'd say they're doing pretty well. All right. Yeah, I wonder. All these Miami prospects. I like the fact that we're competing down there. I wonder how many of them um, are going to you know do the whole stay-at-home thing. But uh, we'll get to that point when we get to it. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate the doll hairs. Uh, very nice. Very nice. Very kind of you. Okay. Uh, Derek Neal, Civic Pride, Panhandle Prospects. Uh, Kobe Howard. 2020, come on, come on, Derek. We got, come on, man. 2025. Yeah, kids yeah. yeah, Kobe's really good. Uh, Kobe Howard out of Pensacola Catholic, uh, visited FSU. He's going to be there this weekend, ironically, that you bring that up, Derek. Uh, he's supposed to be there. He's going to be added on our list. I haven't added him yet, but uh, recently told me he's he's going to be there. Certainly a guy they like a lot. I know 2025. I wouldn't say too many 2023 uh, or 2024 yet. Uh, Derek, I would say Kobe's probably one of the highest I've heard as far as how much they covet, you know, certain guys. But um, definitely Kobe's the guy they want. And I don't usually talk about 2025 guys, but this guy is very special. Uh, Kobe is going to be a good one. Uh, so certainly people need to make sure you remember that name because he he's going to be a good one. I think he's going to be one of the top prospects in the Pandale area. And, and when you get a guy, and that's where Azari Thomas is from. So when you get a guy like, Azari Thomas, you certainly uh, you want to capitalize and keep following up and getting even more talented guys. And I think Kobe's probably you're one of those future stars that you'll see that is going to be uh, pretty special, you know, going forward in the future. But uh, right now, uh, Derek, no, there's not many that I hear like they're pushing for besides, you know, guys like Randy Pittman, who's committed to him from Mosley. But besides that, I, I don't. I haven't heard anybody that they're really just pushing for in that panhandle yet. This is his freshman tape, by the way, since he's twenty twenty five. Yeah, uh, he just completed his freshman season of uh, high school football. So yeah, he, he's uh, really bad. good. He's oh, really good. Who does Pensacola yeah, he, Catholic play? Do they play big boy teams? Uh, they're usually lower classification around the you know the Madison level of, of they used to be in that they might be a little higher now but they play good teams uh, oh. they play the po- top Pensacola teams and certainly uh, a very well coached team always always well coached and and they always seem to have nice athletes there uh, in Pensacola Catholic so certainly a, a very a team where he's going to be tested I mean he's certainly playing some good competition and you know in good teams so uh, and and. And the fact that you offer a kid this early, like Kobe Howard, that tells you kind of how special. We saw some of his highlights, and we could see why. But, um, you know, I'll see if I can find more on, you know, guys that are pursuing Derek. But for now, that's really the only name I know that I've heard recently. Daniel Gibbs asks, can you see Jacobs, the wideout from the 23 class, gaining another star? I could. Uh, I think really – 
I think people pay a lot of attention to these like early rankings, but for me, it's like I don't really follow the rankings until we get to you know midseason where you know people are actually you know have a chance to see these kids live. I do think he's got a chance to get there. I think consistency, you know, he's flashed a lot, but I think a lot of people just want to see kind of him do it on a consistent basis all the time. I think last year you kind of saw some of that, but I think that's really what you're looking for. Things moving along here on the YouTube show live with Michael Langston recruiting calling, uh, taking your phone calls. If you want to call in uh, numbers at the bottom, 850-805-5911. Um, I mean, Timmy's just not going to stop. <laughs> Top linebacker on the board right now, you think, for 23. Um, One of the kids that visited today, I would say he's pretty high up there. Uh uh, what is, why am I drawing a blank? D Creighton is very high. Um, and, uh, certainly a guy they like a lot. Jay Brown from Deerfield beach is another one that I know they're, they're pretty high on. Um, I'd have to go through the list, uh, to really know for sure. Let me get, let me look at this thing real quick. I'm going to do this on, on pace where I'm looking at stuff and Rael, Rael. Welcome, welcome to the terror dome, Michael. Welcome to my world. Yeah, right. Uh, Raul Aguirre is another one that they're pretty high on from Fayetteville, Georgia. He's originally from the South Florida area. Uh, that That's kind of some of the guys I think uh, they're very heavy with. And really, that's like if I'm nitpicking, like that's really a position that I would like to see more guys, more elite guys get on campus than what I have saw in the spring. So it's a weird position where, you know, um, you made a change from you know, linebacker from Chris Marv to Randy Shannon. And, and we certainly know Randy can recruit, so I'm not, I'm not indicating that, but it's a position I think they could do better at. I think they need to do better and uh, need to get more guys. So I would think uh, that's kind of, if I'm critiquing, you would like to see more uh, high level guys, certainly D Creighton visited today. So that's certainly a big target. Ryles visited FSU before. Um, and we've talked about Stan Quan Clark uh, in a, mi- a minute ago. So I would like to see kind of more guys. So, but um, yeah, that's kind of where I think uh, some of the linebackers are looking at. Kept spelling Creighton like the school in uh, in uh, Nebraska, but it's this guy right here. Yes, yes. Uh, shout out to him. Timmy's got another question, uh, okay. but I'm not going to take it. I'm going to take a phone call. I'm gonna see. If, I'm gonna go back and see how many of these other Florida State shows Timmy's on. It's Timmy's just like flooding everybody. Um, I'm kidding. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I have no. I actually. Where is this? I, I'm not even gonna act like I know. Um, what's up, caller? Welcome in. Uh, it is a call-in show. Uh, I have no idea who this is. Uh, you've called eleven times previously, though, so I'm sure you're a good dude. What's up? Who is this? Where are you calling us from? This is Kyle from Colorado, now to be Charlotte. Yeah, we go. Get down or lay down. It's our guy, Kyle. What up, Kyle? Just wanted to know if uh, Alex Adkins being the offensive coordinator, has that had any positive momentum with uh, offensive linemen on the recruiting trail? Uh, yeah, thanks for the call uh, and the question, Kyle. Yes, uh, they've definitely helped. Um, Roger Kearney, who I mentioned earlier uh he's very high on that uh, even guys that have all visited luke burgess another one's a four-star that visited fsu zakira uh owens is another one that visited uh they mentioned they all mentioned that 
that that gets them psyched up uh, that a guy that's also the offense line coaches, the offense coordinator. So yes, it's have a, it's had a pretty positive effect. I've heard recruits mentioning it a lot more freely, uh, a lot more often uh, when I talk to him on the phone or I talk to him in person. So it's definitely, uh, you're already having a positive effect. Awesome. And uh, one more question, Michael. Is there any Charlotte area high school I need to start dropping bags off at? <laughs> well, you probably don't want to drop bags if you're a booster regardless. But, um, but uh, yeah, there's they always do pretty well in Charlotte. Uh, they're recruiting several guys from there. I think um, I think Daylon Smothers is from the Charlotte area running back. So he's certainly a special one that I like a lot that I think is probably their, one of their top targets at running back. But um, Charlotte's got a really good – I'm going to be over in Charlotte, by the way, uh, sometime uh, late, late this – either summer or early uh, or, or during the season. So um, I'm going to go check some of those prospects out. But, yeah, there's – you're not lying, uh, Kyle. There's a lot of talent in that Charlotte area. Chambers High School, Kyle. That's where Dalen Smothers is. Chambers High. Write that one down. Note received. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. Enjoy the show. Thanks, you guys. Got it. Kyle, everybody. Uh, shout out to our guy, Kyle. Yeah, man, we went to Charlotte one time. Michael, man, yeah. that, was, that was a fun trip. That, w- that wasn't positive, though, because uh, that was Sam Howell, yeah. uh, who ended up uh, in North Carolina. And then uh, I think the other one was uh, Quad. 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 The guy that went to Tennessee, like the awesome line. He was like the number one prospect in the Quite, nation, played linebacker, running back. Yeah, Quibavius Crouch uh, ended, uh, signed with Tennessee, but then ended up, I think, ended up at Michigan State uh, now. So, now? yeah, All I think right. he's at Michigan State now. So that uh, that was – but, hey, you know, we we can't predict oh. the future, what what's going to happen with these guys. So, um, you know, um, we just do it for you guys. Harding University High School. All right. I mean, we got there. They had just hired a new coach. Yes. <laughs> he seems like, uh, I don't know, maybe not the most prepared for what. I mean, look yeah. at this guy. We, we went and visited him. He was, yeah, it was like June 19. He was a number one, pro, or like 18. He was a number one prospect in the country. And then he ends up leaving 70th on signing day. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, don't think he, I don't even think he played that year. I think he got hurt and then he never played like, that whole season. So that's probably probably what led to the drop uh, that he didn't play or they, they didn't know a position, you know, because w- w- he played so many different positions. So, yeah, that was a tough situation because, as Aslan mentioned, when we got there, they did not look prepared for us <laughs> like or anything that was going on. Um, so but they, they were very polite. You know, just to want to put that out there. Oh, he went Harding University High School. We're extremely polite. We got his, got to watch him and working out, and we got all kinds of nice stuff. So uh, it was a great trip as far as work, but uh, the end result probably uh, it certainly wasn't positive. You win, Timmy. You win. <laughs> FS, you're still in a good place with Cam Davis, Michael. Yeah, I, I, I I've said this that. They're going to have, I mean, Georgia, Alabama, as we've seen, those are the two main teams. They're going to, there's going to be other teams that recruit him hard. And we've seen that. I still think they're in a good place. He's coming back this weekend for the spring game, even listed when he tweeted, said, I'm coming back home. That's always a positive when you hear that kind of wording. And, and I still think they're in a good place with him. Okay. Very well. It's going to try to but Michael said, no, he already said it. Um, uh, 
Let's go to this one. Somebody's asking about my seven two seven Matthew Sims. I don't know, man. Yeah, is it Pinellas County? We represent Clearwater St. Pete. Got anybody? I don't think so. We we yeah. You got you got to give me names. Uh, There's so many dudes there. Um, Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of talented guys in you know Clearwater and St. Pete and the seven two seven. So if you got a specific guy you can ask me about, I can go into it. Um, I want to say Bryson. Rogers uh, and a few other guys are from, I want to say, Carrollwood High School. Um, that's, close, bro. that's 813. That's close oh, enough. Close yeah. enough. We'll take it. So okay. They got some guys over there in, in the near surrounding area. I don't know if it's specifically in Clearwater, but yeah, you want to give me some names, I can I can hook you up. There was a kid. There was an offensive lineman, a blonde kid. That was an offensive lineman from my alma mater high school. Um, he was at the five-star challenge, too, and he was always on the front page as a crystal ball. I don't know where he ended up going. Um, don't yeah. remember his name either, so it's pretty irrelevant. But anyway, <laughs> I just thought okay. I'd bring that up. I, I don't know the names either, Matthew. I don't know the names either, buddy. Um, how about old Cod Willie? Uh, what do you think is the most common concern uh, maybe voiced by recruits that Florida State's pursuing, Michael? Yeah, as long as I think that's the appropriate word. Uh, I don't think too many kids say negative things about FSU. I think it's probably just, you know, they want to see more wins. That's kind of the thing they want to see is is more wins, and they want to see what the you know, old FSU or what they were uh, consistently more more consistency and wins. But that's really it. But there's not too many negatives that I've heard when it comes to you know FSU and and when I I mean I really drill these guys of just asking like look just tell me straightforward like and really they they're most of it's just all positive of, of just the feeling they get there, the connection, the relationship with the coaches, the direction of where things are going. I think it's mostly uh, really just clearly just the, uh, the wins. They want to see this team win more, win more consistently and look more consistently. Uh, kind of, they want to see what we saw in the North Carolina and Miami games and not the team that we saw in the Jacksonville state game you know, or teams, uh, games uh, early in the season, or they want to see the team that looks like the in the Notre Dame game. They want to see the consistency pattern of football from FSU. So that's the best way I can answer it. Do it. Kyle says, everybody like spike. Just tap there you the go. Button, man. Just there you go. I'm just tap it. It helps. It's free. It's to be appreciated. Uh, you've mentioned this guy twice, uh, but Ashlyn just rolled into town or the show rather. So they ask any word on Roger Kearney apologies. If you already talked about him, just jumping in. Yeah. Roger Kearney, uh, offensive, uh, a tackle out of, uh, the Jacksonville area, orange park. Um, I really like him a lot. I think FSU is in a good spot with him. I think they're the favorite, uh, just to be clear. I, I, he, he's mentioned he's open to schools, but there's a different way the way he talks about FSU. There's a, and, and people around him tell me the same thing of they feel really good about where FSU stands. He's visiting again for the spring game. I think that speaks volumes. This is like his third visit in the spring. Uh, we've seen when Atkins gets his hooks on somebody that he really he, he usually gets them. Uh, and and I think Roderick kind of fits that. And I think he's he's. I've said this last year and you know, I mentioned that I felt like he was the one, he was the main guy that they really, really wanted. Yeah. There's a lot of guys they want, but I think he was the one that I always heard the most consistent. And so I think FSU's in a, in a pretty good spot at this current time with, with Roger. 
All right. Bam. Look at that. Look how, look how nice Michael is. <sighs> Seriously, nobody? None of y'all? Nobody. Nobody. Lucas Simmons. Timmy. Yeah, Lucas Simmons. He's kind of a a national recruit where he's um, – I think he's from uh, – Yeah, that's Clearwater. That's 727. Yeah, I think he's outside the country where though where he was born. So um, certainly has a national flavor. He's visited USC, Tennessee, and those different schools. I I also feel that FSU's the team to watch uh, for Lucas. Um, I feel they've done the best job of connecting him personally that he's never experienced before. Now a lot of teams are kind of following that suit because they see that works, but I think FSU's done the best job you know, just establishing the realness, the the genuineness, the what they like, what they don't like about his game, and just uh, very real about, you know, where he could go as a prospect. And so I'd say right now, you know, another Clearwater guy that I think, uh, and he is legit 6'7", by the way. Uh, that profile is very accurate. Um, so I, I think FSU, you know, sits in the, the top spot right now for Lucas. And he's even said as much uh, that FSU is the team for him right now that that he's favorite matthew del cueto i think sorry if i ruined it sharp suit though matthew way to be what about these new facilities michael is it helping with recruits you know matthew i i should i'll be honest i should ask more about the locker room since they got new locker rooms they unveiled those um that that white locker room i need to ask more about that I do know kids are excited about the football-only facility. If you walk in the moor, for people that don't go in there in the moor where you can see the trophies, on the left side they have, like, the prints. Of, now, those things have been around for a while, but they have prints of kind of what the future is going to look like, what they're, you know, the cartoon images of what they're going to look like or, or similar to that. And I think kids are really excited about that what they're getting football-only facility, and I've heard a lot of positive things from recruits about the locker rooms. They call it fire. That's what the young kids say. Uh, so they're, they're, they're pumped up about what these uh, facilities look like. And, and they rave about it every time I'm in there. They mention the locker rooms all the time, but I do need to ask more about that specifically what they like about it, but I'll get into it. But they're definitely impressed so far, Matthew. But I think the biggest thing they can't wait for is the football only facility. I think they're jacked up about that. I don't think we have an answer on this, so it's, I wasn't trying to ignore you, Gator Kirk. That's why I didn't pull it up. Try not to take up questions that we don't know the answers to, probably. But do you know, Michael, whether or not there's going to be the youth camp stuff? Actually, I mean, that's he says uh, the youth camps across. So, I mean, last year he did the whole thing where they, they went out and did yes. the youth camps. But then yes. he also had the elite camp here. So those are two different things. Do we know if he's going to do the whole hanging out with the young kids? I've heard they're working on that, but I haven't heard, like, dates or specifics on that. Uh, Kirk, but it's definitely something I've heard they're working on. It, it's something that really did well last year because, you know, most youth camps, they ask you to come to their stadium, come to their city. Norvell was going out to your city and all you got to do is show up. So I think it's something that he definitely wants to do. Um, I think it's definitely something that I think they hope to do and, and plan to do, but um, I don't have specifics on that, Kirk, but I know it's a very positive. They got a lot of positive feedback on doing that uh, last year because it's one thing, you know, if you're turning on your program, it's another thing when you're going to somebody's city and saying, this is what we are. 
you know, this is who we are. This is what our coaches are. We don't care how young you are. We're going to give you camp. So we want to kind of show you guys what we're doing. And so it's something that's a big deal. And I would think that's something they want to do, but hopefully we'll get some more information on that later, but I don't have specifics right now, Kurt. Sean Day. Who is that? Is that Dennis Quaid as his avatar? It's an odd. <laughs> what up with Desmond Ricks, yo? Desmond Ricks, number two player in the country for 2024. He's coming to the spring game. Um, all I can say is FSU feels pretty strong about how they feel, where they stand with Desmond. I think um, I feel the same way. I think FSU is probably the team on his mind the most. Um, he's mentioned dropping something on April 8th. Um, could be like, could be a commitment, could be a top list, could be, could be anything. But I do know that FSU feels confident of where they're at with him. And that's not surprising if you, you notice the stuff that uh, Marcus Woodson does with DBs. I mean, he recruits really well. I know Desmond really was blown away the two times he visited FSU. He was actually the first visit. He was only supposed to say it like maybe four hours. He ended up staying the whole day. And then he came back the following morning and visited FSU again. So I think that visit really jacked things up. And he certainly... Uh, I certainly I feel good about kind of where they sit so far, even though, you know, teams like Alabama, you know, Ohio State, all kinds of different teams are, are certainly pursuing him. I think FSU is the team I hear the most with that with that kid. And he's going to be there this weekend. Right on. He had a tweet about something about on September 1st, we're going to see who really real. I like that. So shout out. to him. <laughs> There you go. Uh, let's take a phone call. Let's go to our dude in the villages. His name is Wes. What up, Wes? Good evening, fellas. How are we doing, Aslan? How's it going, Michael? I'm doing great, man. How are you? Doing well, doing well. I'm sure you're uh, you're keeping busy. Hey, I got into the show late, so I don't know if it's been asked about, but there was um, uh, there's a former player of A.J. Duffy's out IMG. I think he's in the 23 class that there's a little bit of uh, smoke for, do you know, I, I'm sorry, I'm, I don't remember his name. Do you know what, <laughs> uh, do you know what position he plays? Ennis, Brandon Ennis, he said receiver. Yeah, him? receiver. Okay. Um, you say he's connected to Duffy? Yeah, he played at IMG. He's a receiver. I think he's the 23 class. I just, I, I didn't, I couldn't find his name. I just saw a picture. It was just him and Duffy and IMG, um, you know, in their gear. Uh, okay, so I don't know. I just thought I'd ask. I, I'm sorry. I don't know who the name is. Let's let's look. Let's do some. Is it Brandon Ennis? It's not, that's the only receiver I know at IMG for 23, right? Oh, he's not American. He's American Heritage. I'm sorry, American Heritage. I keep I keep I keep dunking on you guys like you can't produce five star <laughs> recruits yourself. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's yeah, yeah, I don't know. Although, how about this? As Michael researches this, here's a fun little fact for you. In the bottom of the second inning, Florida State taking on Stetson. Florida State got hit three times in a row by a pitch to start the inning. That means they had bases loaded on hit by pitches with no outs. They wow. did not score one single run. <laughs> Real with it, man. Real with it. That's hard to do. Um, that- you got another question, Wes, while we figure out uh, the depth chart and the roster at IMG Academy? 
Yeah, that's yeah, anybody else about Dustin Hill. No. <laughs> oh man, we thought we made it. Oh man, thought we made it. Thought we made it. I see, I see so many comments on the live chats, different ones. Jeff Cameron show, uh, the lot, all the anytime, and I just, I shake my head. I just, I can't bring myself to answer anymore. I've given up. But um, <laughs> anyway, uh, the uh, no, I so this weekend, the, uh, how many um, official? I mean, how many visitors are going to be in town this weekend, Michael? I'll probably be over, a little around fifty, uh, which is usually. You know, it's a little bit higher than what they usually do, but it'll be around that number, maybe more. Um, but that's kind of what I'm expecting. That's what usually it is. And then, you know, they usually get a bump for recruit uh, for commits. They usually get like, usually they get two or three. I think it'll be above one. I think they'll get more than one. Um, so, you know, that's kind of, it, it's, it's a, it'll be a good environment. It'll be a good situation. And certainly, um, a lot of talented prospects uh, for both 2023 and 2024. Well, that was going to be my question. I was going to say, I had another question in mind. I was going to say over under one and a half commitments, uh, whether it's 23 or 24 and have yeah. you uh, give me a, uh, your guess. Yeah. Over one. Uh, it's definitely going to be over one. Um, the one question I'm surprised that people have not mentioned to me is, Five-star quarterback Jaden Davis is visiting FSU for the spring game, so he will be there. Um, he's a guy they really like a lot, even though they already have a commitment in the 2024 class. So um, I think that's going to be a big visit to kind of see what he says about FSU. This will be his second visit for the spring. Um, but uh, to answer your question, Wes, yeah, I think it's going to be probably more than one. That, that would be my guess. Now, do I know somebody that's for sure committing? No, I don't. That's just me going off intel what i have that i think it's going to be more than one so just clarifying that i there isn't a definite anybody right now right that's fair and hey just to get another get a five-star quarterback uh on campus again i mean that that speaks volumes that's good stuff yep yep it's really good stuff i just gonna be a really good weekend and like i said we're only on wednesday so I, I'm very sure there's going to be more guys that i confirm and add to this list it seems like we add one or two like you know, every, uh, you know, every hour, every, every five hours or so. So I'm sure there's going to be more guys added and um sure I'll be a, me and Austin will be busy men out there, uh, you know, this weekend. And, um, but I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. I'm just, I'm excited to see what they look like, first of all, and then the reactions from the recruits about what they look like. That's probably the latter is the most important thing of what I'm looking for is what recruits think they look like uh, after this weekend. Very good. I agree. All good things. Well, you guys keep up the good work. As long to talking to you, buddy. Michael, keep up your work. Have a good, uh, you know, hopefully, or, you know, I'm sure there'll be great content coming out and you'll be busy and have all hands on deck with everybody, Austin and that. So y'all don't forget to hit that thumbs up, subscribe to the YouTube channel as well as warchant.com. Support Zaxby's, support DeLuna. Corner Pocket Bar and Grill is the place to be in Tallahassee. Y'all have a good evening and go no. There you go, Wes. By the way, I drove through uh, the villages uh, last week, so uh, yeah. that, was, that was pretty cool. Uh, going from a Bavard trip, I drove through there. Yeah, right on. Uh, shout out, Wes. Uh, so I spent this whole time looking up IMG's roster. Uh, apparently, <laughs> their website doesn't have their roster. I mean, why would you? Why would you charge kids $50,000 to come to your school and publicize them? Uh, I found a Max Preps roster, and I searched for every wide receiver on their team right now, uh, and none of them have uh, 
Rivals.com profile. So, see, I the only guy I know is connected to him is Will Norman, uh, because Will is really tight with uh, AJ. Uh, oh. That's the only one that pops in my head. We've already covered Will. I don't. I don't think it's a receiver. I haven't heard a guy that's connected with AJ. And I'm, I mean. If Wes gets the name uh, later, uh, throw it in my way. Text it to me. You have my number, uh, so text me, and I will certainly mention it next time. But I, I have a feeling it. If I was guessing, Will Norman's the only one I know of for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at his uh, his Twitter. I don't see anything with uh, yeah. him hanging out with AJ. But you know, maybe uh, who knows? I'm not all that tuned in. Maybe it's an Instagram post. Maybe it's an Instagram post. Um, before we got knocked off track here, let's go back to Kyle uh, in Colorado, Charlotte soon, as we got about five minutes left in the program, get your questions in y'all. Who do you see rocketing up the hot boards next year during football season, Michael? Because after all game tape, more valuable than, um, camps. So I'm assuming he's, is he talking about 2023 or is he talking about 2024? I mean, he says next year. So I, I, I mean, if you're talking about 2023, I like Dontavious Braswell a lot. Running back, um, he he was unranked. Now he's a three-star. Tennessee's just offered him. Uh, FSU obviously has already offered him. He's a guy I like a lot. Um, so he's certainly a guy that I think is going to blow up. Um, uh, already already starting to kind of sense some of the thing. Another track guy. And uh, I was very impressed with him, you know, when I watched his film Um you know, he has the wheels that you look for and quickness and all that stuff. So if I was picking a guy, you know, he jumps out the most to me, you know, right now. Most of the other ones, I think, are kind of, you know, it's kind of no-brainers where you watch them. They're just, you know, they're just phenomenal. Um, and, and I, 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 you know, people ask me about rankings all the time. But the guy that, you know, not talking about this guy's not like a secret or anything, but you know, Lamont Green, I think, is really – I mean, he's committed to FSU, and he's a four-star already, but I think his ranking is just getting started. Like, I think that kid's going to be really special, like really special, not just, okay, special. I see that kid. I see a Rawls 100 type of player when I look at Lamont Green. But as you can tell in these Dontavious Braswell, he's a very special talent. Like, they like him a lot. He's visited a few times already. Um, FSU was on him first. And I just like, I love his balance. I love his speed. I love the way he sees the, uh, his vision. He just fits everything that you kind of look for in a running back. And, um, I, I think he's a guy that, you know, that is going to blow up even farther as the season goes on. Cause I think people are now just getting wind of this kid. And I think he's just a hell of a talent. I mean, he's just a hell of a player. All right. Hey, let's, um, let's learn and let's discover, um, together, if you don't mind, Michael. Okay. Um, got to pull it up for somebody here in the uh, the YouTube chat. I got to go through here. Oh, I already had the box checked off. Didn't even didn't, didn't even make it all dramatic like that. Um, Anthony <laughs> Pastata, y'all know what Terrell Buckley was talking about on Twitter. So I, I don't know, Michael. I, I let's let's watch it together. Okay. Uh, and see if we know I, what Terrell Buckley was doing. I see a I see a blank piece of paper. Man, I don't know. Big, Big things, things coming, coming soon. soon. Stay, Stay tuned. tuned. Man, I don't know. Big, Big things, things coming, coming soon. soon. Stay, Stay tuned. tuned. Hmm. 
I'm I'm good at reading people, but um, the only thing I can come up with is uh, he signed a contract with somebody, uh, a school. Uh, that would be my guess, and that. But I can't tell you like, oh, it's definitely going to be FSU. Now I will say, they do have an opening. Um, you do have an opening for on the support staff for him to be there. We know that he's wanted to be back at FSU for a while, and uh, and certainly. Uh, he would give them ends as far as uh, places in the South. He's from Mississippi, so he certainly would, would help in that area and certainly would help in the South Southeast. But besides that, I can't really uh, – it's a blank piece of paper, Anthony, so uh, there's really not much I can read. I haven't heard anything um, or anything like that, but definitely he is pushed to – or lobbied that behind the scenes that he would like to come back to his alma mater at Florida State. So. Certainly, I think he would be a extremely welcome addition uh, by everybody uh, to have him back at Florida State. Certainly. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That was, that was a while ago. That was at 3 o'clock yesterday. Yeah. That's so, his last tweet. So, I don't know. I mean, maybe that's uh, maybe deleted something. That's, that's his most recent tweet. That's what we got. That's what we got. We did a good job. We did a good job. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, gave, I gave everything I have. Like uh, you're right, Michael. Uh, patched ISO 2K says there was a post of AJ Duffy and yeah. Will Norman together. That's what the guy on the phone probably okay. has seen. So yeah, because that that's the only one I know Duffy's connected with. Because Duffy and him go way back. They know each other pretty well. They're tight. Obviously, he played IMG, uh, and so uh, yeah. Have some conflicting information, Timmy. Timmy has entered the chat. Uh, he says it's Carnell Tate. No, it's not Carnell Tate because they're not even really recruiting Carnell Tate. He's not even a possibility for FSU, so I don't think that's it. Okay, all right. Um, I like that, Michael. Way to be firm. Uh, let's get a couple of – we hit the hour mark. This is all overtime now. We don't get paid overtime. Uh, but Mike Bainter asks you, Michael, any chance we find some real talent at tight end? Yeah, I mean, that's that's what they want. I mean, they don't really – I mean, I was at practice one day, so – I I mean, Cam's good. Cam's solid. Cam's a solid uh, you know prospect, but – after t- after Cam, they don't really have a second tight end that's like that I consider like a big time weapon. Certainly, if you sign Randy Pittman uh, from Mosley, he's already committed to FSU, four star tight end. I think he's really good, and I think the guy they covet and they're pushing like hell for is Jelani Thurman, who I like a lot. Um, six foot five, uh, basically a big receiver out there. I think he brings a lot to the table as far as that position. That's the guy they covet the most. That's the guy I hear the most about. Uh, so uh, if I was picking somebody, Jelani Thurman would be the guy that they're kind of locked in and hoping to get. What happened to the one guy that came on? What Skinner? Yeah, he, he ended up at Miami. Oh. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, so that's, what, that's what I have, Mike. That's That's kind of the guy to focus on right now. Hey, look who it is. Rick Cotton. Big Rick. Car selfie Rick. Yep. Uh, another Calvin Nix of IMG picked up an offer from FSU last weekend. Yep. Another 2025 kid. Um, uh, and this kid, like Aslan, this kid is like yoked. Like okay. uh, 2025. Um, or like Gavin Dix, huh? He is he is nice, uh, nice looking, uh, nice looking prospect. Uh, just uh, your know, body's already there. Uh, physically, five. Yeah, talk phys- about twenty twenty five guys. Come on, man. <laughs> physically, 
I, I, I understand that, but when you see the picture of this guy, um, it's, it's very impressive. Like he is, he is very well put together and he's probably more around six, two now. Um, but he is, he is a really, uh, nice looking prospect and his film's pretty good too. So yes, uh, he's a, and that was his dream offer FSU. So if you go to his Twitter, uh, you can pull it up. You can see that that was his dream school. So certainly a big offer and certainly good that FSU go ahead and jump in the picture, even though it's like three years down the road. <laughs> but uh, certainly, yeah, he's a guy they want and covet. So it's never too early, never too early when it's a talented prospect. Trying to find a shirtless selfie of him, maybe. No luck. I have pictures, um, but I don't, I can't yeah, I can't okay. show you I can't show you guys because I delete them. So, uh, but um, <laughs> just move. sounds horrible. Moving on, my we got, we're gonna take two more on the way out. Uh, Lewis Ross uh, asked. Oh, I took a twenty-four question. That's almost just as bad. Lester. Yes, uh, Charles Lester. He's visiting this weekend. Spring game. Very elite. Uh, uh, right up there with Desmond Ricks as far as elite. Um, Dream School, Florida State. So that's a positive. He's been to FSU twice. He's coming back for a third visit. It's definitely a positive. I think FSU sits in the best spot. He mentioned FSU's in his top two. Grew up a fan. His mom, uh, you know, family really liked it when they were here. I think um, as long as FSU shows a, a nice product on the field, I think that's a guy you can close with later. But certainly uh, and, and the big thing here with Charles is they offered before the big boys and then everyone else just kind of followed suit with FSU. So really that's a big deal with a lot of these young kids. When you offer them before anybody else saw something, I think that's a major effect. So I, I think FSU's probably, you know, the team will watch here right now. And I, I certainly, uh, Charles Lester is very good. Um, he, he is a good one. He plays offense and defense, a very electric playmaker. Um, could do a little bit of everything. Uh, defense is where he's going to make his money in the, and later in his career. Um, but um, very special talent. Now, he, he's not quite as defined as um, like uh, Desmond Ricks is as far as technique and stuff like that, which is not uncommon for a 2024 kid. But his his athleticism is extremely elite. Like he is – the stuff he does is just – you can't teach like naturally he's just naturally elite player just makes elite plays. Um, once he gets technique, he's really going to be special. Probably going to be certainly for me. I think he's going to be a five-star when, when all that technique catches up to the skill and uh, he's already very talented, but you know, he's just scratching the surface right now. Shout out Ram city, Sarasota Riverview. Yeah, man, you know, growing up as a kid, Again, man, Pinellas County, which didn't play really good football. Uh, we didn't. But I remember on Friday nights, we'd be so excited when they would show, like, the Riverview Southeast game. Like, I mean, you mm-hmm. see Peter Warwick, obviously. But there used to be so much talent between Manatee, Riverview, Bradenton Southeast. I can't remember. When was the last time Bradenton Southeast cranked out somebody that was campus? <laughs> Brian uh, Poole was pretty good. Played with the right. Gators, but he's pretty good. Uh, doesn't count. Doesn't count. Been a while, but it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. All right, last one. Uh, two potter. It's a two potter from Chris Thompson. Uh, shout out, Chris. Stand up, Madison County. Did you just discuss Lamont Green? Or, and I wasn't paying attention. He says, since you just discussed Lamont Green, wanted to ask you about Wilkie Denod and TJ Searcy. Where does FSU stand with those two? 
Yeah, we were talking about just rankings and stuff like that, and I felt like Lamont's going to be moving up. So that's really what I mentioned with him. Oh. I think Wilkie Donat, I mentioned him. Uh, he's going to be on my commit watch, not to give away all of them, but he's going to be one of them. Um, I think they sit in the, the best spot with with, with Wilkie. TJ Cersei, I think, is kind of still open to, you know, he's still visiting. He's going through the early parts of the process. I think FSU's done the best job so far uh, recruiting TJ. He's been to FSU like three times. Uh, so certainly, uh, I think right now, it seems to be positive, but uh, I think he's still early in kind of the, the recruiting process. He's still going to see things, going to watch games, and but uh, I do think they sit in a pretty good spot. Now, Now TJ has said that he might decide before the season starts. Now, if that happens, yeah, I would say FSU's the team to really watch for that commitment. Uh, but they, they, they're very high on those, all those kids. Uh, Keldrick Falk is another one of the defensive end that's visited multiple times that they're pretty high on. Um, so that's another one. Um, Auburn's on him. Alabama's on him some, but I think, uh, he's keeps visiting FSU. So that's another team to kind of keep in mind uh, for those guys, but that's kind of where they stand. Um, uh, Cersei's still in the open early parts though. I think he wants to see a few other schools. I lied last one, and I mean it this time. It's only because he's a subscriber and he's a pillar. That's why he gets okay. to do it. Uh, is this Jordan Travis's last year at FSU? Your thoughts, uh, then Duffy and Chris Parson? Hmm. Um, yeah, I'm not going to say that. I don't know for sure what can happen. Uh, I mean, based on the way Norvell talks about Jordan, it seems like Jordan's going to be the guy until he leaves. Um, but it will be tougher. I'll just say it will be tougher next year for Jordan because AJ will have a year under his belt inside the system. I've mentioned this before. AJ does stuff that's not natural to Jordan as far as the way he processes stuff is really fast and really at a, at a strong level. So it it will be closer, but I, I, I'm not going to say he's going to leave or this will be his last year because I don't, I don't know. But it just seems like Norbell really feels – strongly confident that Jordan's his guy. So as long as Jordan's there, you know, and as long as he doesn't fall back on what he's doing on the field, I got to believe he's going to be there. Uh, but, you know, we'll see. Shout like out that. to uh, Rick Cotton. Hope to see you too Saturday, big guy. Hope to see you too, big guy. All right, that's a wrap. Michael, what are you going to uh, have going on over at the PRB here in the next – whatever, four days or so, and then I mean, shoot, going through the weekend too. So it's going to be really busy. What you got in, in store here before we get to the actual game Saturday? Yeah, so I'll I'll, um, I'll answer your questions right when we get done with this in a few few seconds, and then uh, I'll, there's some questions on there I've already seen. I'll answer those questions. Um, there's going to be more visitors tomorrow. Four-star tight end, 2024, uh, Landon Thomas, used to be committed to FSU previously. Um, he, he was originally uh, come from, from Colquitt County. And then Nycar, another 2024 wide receiver, is visiting tomorrow. I will be at FSU again tomorrow. I will also be working on a preview for this upcoming spring game. I'll have a commit and watch. Every, everybody, everything you need to know, probably going to be something like a three things to watch as far as the spring game. I'll kind of cover some topics that are key, important, that I think you guys want to know. And then um, – and then I'll just get ready for the spring game and uh, hope to see you guys at Corner Pockets and um, Indigo. Is that hotel right? Indigo Saturday, yeah. Hotel Indigo Saturday. Hotel Indigo. I will be there um, certainly to, to meet all you guys. So um, Gene has requested my my uh, 
appearance. So uh, I will be there, and um, I can't wait to see uh, meet all you guys. And hopefully, it's a great spring game. I've heard the weather is going to be really good. It's not really good. It's not really good right now, but it's going to be really good by Saturday. So I'm looking forward to it. Should be a, a fun weekend. I had the. I almost had the. I almost had the image. Got the image. Can we get it here in time? You can. Damn. We got. We got time. Oh no! I mean, not really. But there you go. There, there's on the screen. Everybody, there you go. Uh, Corner pocket happy hour live with Jeff and Corey five to six, and then Saturday meet and greet at noon at Hotel Indigo. A live pregame show with Jeff and Tom, uh, Gene and Tom with the watch along, and then after the show, postgame show with Gene and Tom as well. So you got you covered like no one other. Oh yeah. Thumbs up on the way out. We all appreciate it. Michael, thank you for your information and knowledge, everybody. Thank you. Shout out to Mark Sermons for donating or tipping 10 bucks, rather. Uh, we do appreciate it. Thank you to all of our phone callers. Um, yeah, that's a wrap. Thank you, everybody. Have a great one.